and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, it is audience choice time once again. You guys voted, you always surprise us, and you have picked uh, <laughs> Overboard, the 1980s uh, uh, Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, uh, uh, Gaslighting Abduction Story? I it, This movie's <laughs> off the charts. It's off the charts. It's so 80s. Yeah. It's so 80s and how ridiculous it is. I love it. Had you, I feel like this is kind of like a rom-com classic in a weird way. Like I, I feel like they've remade it. I feel like it's been referenced a lot. Have you seen this movie before? I had never seen I didn't even know this movie existed. Oh, really? Okay. No, I had no idea. When I, I guess like, like when I was texting you earlier to find out which one we were, I was like, I didn't even know they did a remake. Like this is wild. <laughs> There's so much I don't know about this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like I feel it's my first time watching it all the way through for sure. And I don't know if like I would catch, you know, pieces of it on cable or something like that, or just like heard people talk about it. But like I've always been familiar with this movie, but mm. like watching it for the first time for this podcast, it was wild. It was wild. <laughs> it's off the charts. You are you have to go into what this movie's about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, for those of you who have not seen Overboard, um, basically what it is is uh, it starts with um, there's a, a yacht. Um, that is having engine problems and it puts into port in like this small town somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and Goldie Hawn is uh, playing Annie uh, or Joanna or Annie, depending on uh, who she is in the moment. Um, but uh, very snobbish, rich woman and is like, well, if we're going to be stuck in this shithole uh, for any length of time, I'm going to hire a carpenter to redo my closet. So she hires, uh, you know, blue collar uh, Dean Prophet, which is a name let me tell you that uh played by kurt russell he shows up he redoes her whole shoe closet um does a bang-up job i'm gonna uh, uh, uh like moves and shit crazy um she's like she freaks out because it's like you didn't use the right wood closets are supposed to be made out of cedar and you used oak and she flips out, refuses to pay him, throws him and his tools overboard uh, off the yacht. Like, so he loses all his woodworking tools. And then uh, he's down and out on his luck. He's got some shitty kids that are trying to set the school teacher on fire. Absolutely insane. Um, and uh, then what happens is there's like, she, uh, Annie goes above board. Uh, while they're sailing away to get her wedding ring back and she falls in the ocean is picked up by some people but she has amnesia doesn't remember who she is because she is so miserable her husband grant staten the third um kind of goes to the hospital sees she's being too much uh and basically abandons her and goes back to his yacht sails around and like parties with all these scantily clad women um and when they're advertising well not advertising but putting up on the news like there's this mysterious woman she doesn't know who she is uh dean kurt russell decides he's gonna get her back and get her to pay for the tools that she lost by pretending to be her husband and having her uh uh basically take care of the kids and do all the chores around the house and like pay back the debt that she owes for the work and the lost tools that way. And uh, so, sorry, he's treating her like trash. Uh, and they then fall in love. Uh, and she, like, learns that... I don't know that she likes this and she becomes less of a horrible person. And then uh, when... When her mother finally calls her husband and being like, hey, you've been yachting around and my daughter hasn't contacted me for months. Um, if you don't produce her soon, uh, I'm going to call the police. So the husband goes back and she sees him, immediately gets all her memories back, realizes that Kurt Russell has completely uh, railroaded her, I guess is the is the, the term I would use. And uh, she storms back but realizes she's a different person now and cares, you know, uh, I've got simpler taste. She wants to drink beer instead of champagne now. And uh, then goes back to 
uh, Kurt Russell, there's a whole scene where they're being chased by the Coast Guard and they both jump off a boat and swim towards each other. It's very romantic. And that is uh, that is overboard. Did I miss any key details? I no, think, I think like, you you got you, you you got the core of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, despite it being an absolutely horrible premise, like many of the romantic comedies, the 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 leads do add a little bit of charm to this. Yeah. It does. It really does. They do have good chemistry. Yeah. You're kind of rooting for them to get It's together, upsetting that they have It's upsetting <laughs> they have good chemistry though. I got to tell you Greg, it's upsetting. Yes. This whole yes. movie is insane. <laughs> It is insane. And before uh, we get to who we think the villain of this movie is, because I think it might be a little complicated, uh, we want to thank the sponsor of today's episode. This episode is brought to you by TeePublic, TeePublic.com, where you will find your next favorite tea. We love TeePublic. We we love it. It's nerdy. It's unique. It's whatever you want. We love TeePublic. You can get, you can customize size, color, fabric on any, like literally anything. I'm kind of a, I'm a little bit of a t-shirt snob. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I like a, I like a thick, I like a nice fabric. I like that you can upgrade yourself. That's what I want. I want to be able to ball out on a t-shirt sometimes. Yeah. And you get all these like cool designs from like pretty much whatever fandom you want. Like there's great mashups. There's great stuff like that in there. I love a good uh, design and we have some of our own too. A theme that I think will be very prevalent in this episode. (laughs) Uh, And it's something that we've hit on before. We just recently, added to RT Public Store a uh, romantic third option design. Uh, basically, you've heard us say before, it's potential romantic partners, new and dangerous, old but familiar. None of the above. Is none of our, the above. That's what we like above. here. You can do better. So we've added uh, we've added that design to our T Public Store, uh, both in light and dark. So hey, if you like a dark t-shirt with a light design or a light t-shirt with a dark design, we got you covered. It's um, on. And as you said, you can put it on anything. Phone cases, computer cases, notebooks, magnets, you want mugs. It? I'm a it's coffee there. fiend. Yeah, mugs. Absolutely, sure. guys. So uh, head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from T Public. That's vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And thank you, T Public, for your support and for sponsoring this episode. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so who do you think the villain is? Okay, so I think the movie believes, um, based on how it starts, yes, that Annie Goldie Hawn is the villain. Yes, that that she is this kind of this rich snob who deserves what she gets. And any, any, anything that comes her way is her comeuppance and that she learn, needs to learn to be a better person. I think that is the attitude that the movie takes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that. I would also say her husband, like the, the original <laughs> Yeah, husband. Grant State in the third, which, uh, g- good on you screenwriters. That's a fucking pretentious ass name. Yes. <laughs> And that's that's the dad. It's played by the dad from Gilmore Girls, right? That's that actor. Oh my god, I'm not sure. Okay, I think I think I'm I like ninety no percent sure that's him as a younger man. Oh, okay, great. Right. <laughs> if He's only there was some job being a rich bitch. Right. Exactly. Oh, he plays it too. The first line that he has is, "It's a very expensive gun, and I have lots of them." I was like, "Oh, oh, that's." I love that line for like I'm a douche. It's a very expensive. I'm shooting skeet off of a boat towards a bridge. <laughs> yes. I love how they knew like these they're like rich people are assholes and let us show you how much how big of an asshole these two people are. I yeah. love how awkward they also made uh Goldie Hawn's character like Joanna like when she's like moving around and she can't get out of the door yeah. or just like it's just like everything she does is just like a little awkward but she's trying to be like so chill and cool yeah yeah and just like and and uh, honestly to Goldie Hawn's performance like the way that she changes her physicality throughout this movie to be like more loving accepting and like mm-hmm. you know more uh, let's put it down to earth uh, which I think uh, I'm going to have a huge problem with as we go on this. But um, yeah, yeah, like 
great performance. But yeah, I would agree that I think to, like big arc. I think Grant, the husband, is like the least redeemable villain in this whole thing. Yeah, although okay, I will say <laughs> when he leaves her for a break, I'm like, I gotta get it. <laughs> like, yeah, she's insufferable. Neither of you love each other. You're out. Yes, she begins so insufferable when he he just goes to get her, and she's just like making a scene about every little thing in this hospital. He's like, you know what? Little break, little break time. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, the movie really does do a good job of making you hate her off this off the start, like. Um, like she's being picky about the caviar and like, you know, like just she's acting like a, a, a really horrible person when this begins. Well, yeah, I just have no time for people that are mean to minimum wage workers. Oh, yeah. I got oh, no and, time for that. And, and and on top of that, like a craftsman, like, OK, the, the big inciting incident on this is the closet. OK. Yes. And like for I mean, as a carpenter, Kurt Russell fucking knocked that out of the park Are you kidding me he's he didn't oh, just bl- make a yeah. cabinet he made like a revolving shoot like you do a little crank and the shoes revolve through do you know how hard that is <laughs> like i do but okay i'm gonna make one point here okay. because i know she's she's like i'm not gonna be, which is so ridiculous because it's like when you have that amount of money who cares if it's double? You're on a yacht. He said $600. Oh. If you want it different, just pay again. That's fine. But I will say in, okay, in her defense in this scene, not that anybody, she shouldn't have thrown him overboard. It's too, like all of that's way, 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 way too far. But I, what I will say is it's weird to me that he never asked her what she wanted. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you're going to spend all this time building something, if you asked one question, now I'm sure in this, in the scope of this movie, this woman would have had a problem no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Like, no matter what had happened there, whatever wood he had made it out of, she would have found a problem because she's, she's bored and she does. Like, that, I do believe that. When they're like, you're just bored. You create drama out of nothing. I'm like, yes, I've met a hundred of you. And yes, that is very real. You do exist. Okay. But I would say it's weird to do an entire project and not be like, hey, do you want like oak or cedar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for, yeah she, she has a good point there, which for a carpenter, <laughs> that does seem to be one of the most basic questions you could ask. Yeah, like, just like what do you what type of wood do you want, especially if it's just going to be wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. That is the thing that carpenters work with is wood. Also, I got to tell you, and I, I, I mean, I come from a family of carpenters. Okay. Like I, oh good. oh, good. Like I understand. I understand these things. Um, I got to tell you as somebody <laughs> that has talked to people about carpenters, I'm sure that scene was very satisfying for a lot of people to watch. <laughs> What, what Carpenters are not on time. The price <laughs> is never what they say it is. It's it's always so wild. You know what I mean? And it's generally not carpenter's fault. You open up a wall and then it's fucked behind there. Oh, and what can sure. you do now? But still, I would say <laughs> that there's probably a large percentage of the population that felt very satisfied watching a carpenter get pushed over a boat. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just saying. Rebecca, I did not come into this episode thinking you would be like, yeah, fuck carpenters. I was like, here comes Rebecca <laughs> to the like the defense of like the blue collar tradesman who like has his own to like he runs his own business. You don't understand how hard it is. Uh, legit. <laughs> legit. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm no, just saying I, I, I do have a play for them. I understand. But I also understand that there's probably a large portion of the populations that's like, fuck, yeah, get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking get them. <laughs> they insert their own name into it. They're like, get Greg. Like, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. projecting. <laughs> oh, we've all had a tradesperson who didn't do the job we wanted. For sure. Exactly. For That's sure. all I'm saying. Showing up late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who has to come to your house to do a thing, you're like, why aren't you on time? Um, it's literally when they say, they're like, oh, we'll get it done in two weeks. Fucking no chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Okay, don't believe them. <laughs> Carpenters are great, but they're all liars. 
They're, I think they're all liars. <laughs> that being said, the number of comedians who have never emailed me back. So it's like, you know, it's like everything uh, has yeah. its own. I mean, uh, universal. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, everyone's bad when they're self-employed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I've owed somebody an invoice for a month and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those who, who live in glass houses shouldn't make, uh, shouldn't make closets out of oak. That's that saying. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say I was very intrigued because like this is the first time that I've ever heard this. So this, of course, is the rabbit hole that I go down on this episode, which is really, are you supposed to build closets out of cedar? And I did a deep dive on it. Yes. I love that you did a deep dive. Please so tell me is this everything that you knew. Like, no, I had no idea. Okay. Cause I know that you're like into clothing and like sewing and that no, kind of no, no, no. I've just, yeah. I have no clue about that. Um, I, and I hate to, cause like for me, I was like, Oak is an expensive wood. Yes, you that's know, what I was it thinking. It seems very nice. It seems mm-hmm. very elegant. Like very classy. In my house, would I ever build shelving or closets out of oak? Are you kidding me? No. no. <laughs> what mm-hmm. am I made of money? Um, so to me, like at first I was like, that seems like a very nice material, a nice choice of material. Turns out, uh, Annie is right, everybody. Uh hell yeah. Yeah, cedar is what you're supposed to build uh, closets out of because I looked it up and it absorbs moisture. Uh, so it stops your clothes getting like mildewy. So like just it being surrounded by that, it like soaks it up. And also the smell does repel insects, which I think was her, uh, uh argument there. So even though like, um, I'm just going to call him Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can. Even though Kurt Russell is like, uh, well, we're out at sea. What would you pot? Like, where would the insects possibly come from? Um, out at sea is exactly where you would need a, uh, a closet that absorbs moisture and oh, keeps for it sure. Your clothes. So seas are moist. <laughs> so I think there's an important thing here. Seas are moist. <laughs> oh, that is a bad word. I've never been against moist as a thing, but like hearing you say it, the sea is moist. I was like, <laughs> oh, human. Maybe it's, it's human. just me. You don't like it when it comes out of my mouth. You're like, yeah. oh god, why? Oh no, the sea is humid. Is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Let's bring humid back. Uh, (laughs) So as much as it pains me to say this, she is very right about that, Uh, which brings up an important point, which you can be, uh, you can know what you want Mm -hmm. and there are healthy ways to express it to the tradespeople that you are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every time I've had a problem anywhere, I always start with, listen, I know this isn't your problem or your fault, but (laughs) 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 I'm going to need a little assistance. But you, you fucked up a little bit. Yeah, here. you fucked up a bit. Uh, yeah, 100%. So I would say, one, they do a really good job of setting her up as someone that you hate. Absolutely. And then I think the movie just takes such a hard turn. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it takes a real hard turn. Especially, okay. So, Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> we're going to call him Kurt, um, decides that somehow... This would make things more even if he pretends that this woman is his wife and then gaslights her for literally, I think, like an hour and a half, um, which is weeks in this. In this yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. For I weeks. think it's a whole month by the time. Uh, yeah. By the time she the come, husband comes back. He makes her believe that she is a mother of four, a mother of four. Yeah. Which, honestly, I would be, I would be going to the doctor right away and being like, my vagina is a miracle of science. Look at this. Look at this thing. Not a, not a scratch on her. Not a scratch. How do you, how do you, you know what I mean? She's like, I've been jumping up and down on trampolines just fine. What's going on here? Like, I. Literally. Some of those kids had fucking heads on them. Oh yeah. yeah. No, these were like. She's like, how old am I? I'm, you're 29. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Some of these kids. One of those kids was 13. Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. 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 The uh, he literally, literally gets his friend to make photos 
of like like wedding photos from her like mug shot, basically. Yes. <laughs> She's like, why do I always look so upset? <laughs> because these are the photos that they took of you in the hospital not like five days ago. Uh, yeah, because she starts to suspect that this is not her life right away. But, like, let's just run down, like, how shitty this life actually is. Like, I'm not saying you can't be happy or you can't uh, get get along with, like, very little or, or whatever. But, like, it, those kids are running amok. Like, like, Kurt Russell in this is a terrible dad. Oh, he's a Terrible piece of shit. Dad. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, the, the first time that we are... So he gets thrown off the boat, basically, drives home, and discovers this scene, fucking kill me, that he's just left his kids there by themselves, free to do whatever they want, which he spins as a positive, um, being like, well, I never liked being told what to do when I was a kid, therefore, I'm never going to tell my kids what to do, which is... You're missing the middle of the sandwich there. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't like being told what to do as a kid. Then I grew up, realized that those things were there for a reason because they turned me into a decent human being. And now I'm on the other the other crust. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you got to tell kids what to do. Absolutely. Even the one of the kids says when um, when Annie leaves is uh, she doesn't take any of my shit either. I need discipline. If a child is saying, I need discipline, you've really fucked up. You yes. fucked up in a big way. And, and like, I'm not even sure they miss Annie as a person. I think the kids just miss somebody paying attention to them or looking out for them. Yeah, just like remembering they exist. Yes. <laughs> just like... Feeding them, just a Cleaning general up, like, doing hey, their you don't know how to read? <laughs> Let's try and fix that. <laughs> when oh. these kids didn't know how to read. Yeah. And like when she just shows up at school and is like, are you insane? These kids have poison oak uh, and like takes them home. You know what I mean? Like, and they all comment. They were like, our dad never defends us like this. Like, he never does anything like this. And I'm like, oh, so he's just never dadded. Yes. He's never dadded at all. Yes. The the house they ha- they live in is leaking, right? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, and like, I understand they're renting that place. They're down on their luck. It's not going to mm. be the best mm-hmm. place. But like, also, they've trashed the place, right? Like, they've... They've left things out. They've created a mess. They've like, that's, you know, there, there's uh, all the kids are sleeping in the attic. Yes. You also, you're a carpenter. Throw a couple shingles on the roof. You fuck. <laughs> Spend a couple hours up there. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> yes. Take care of your kids. So take one night off of bowling. <laughs> yeah. Well, although. Yeah, we he do does learn sometimes that go bowling. Not, he, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. We do see him go bowling <laughs> at least once. But we do find out later that um, he is working a second job. When he says he's going out bowling, he's working a second job. Um, so so in, in a lot of ways, this is a free child care scam. Uh, <laughs> Which but, he has calculated for $25 a day. He goes, so she owes me $600, 25 bucks a day. That's about a month. And I was like, I don't know if that math adds up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to do that in my head. But also, you no, know what? No, just in the sense of even $25 a fucking day. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the ultimate villain of this uh, movie that motivates everything else is the lack of affordable child care. Let's just put that out there. Universal child care should be a thing. It's kind of there in Canada a little bit. But anyway, you know what I mean? Yes, but I also just think this man needs to pay attention for, you know, a couple minutes a day. 100%. 100%. couple minutes a day. These people, they need, children need eye contact. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a little bit of eye contact, a little bit of, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and there's a difference between spirited childhood adventures. I'm not mm-hmm. going to overparent them. They can go run in the woods and get poison oak and that's a lesson they'll learn. And now you know what poison oak looks like. And school 
teacher shows up and they cover her in toilet paper, douse her with gasoline and are about to set her on fire. Like that is that's the first thing that we learn about these kids before you even seen these kids on screen. There is a responsible adult who came to. Hi, heard you just moved here. I'm the school teacher. Thought I'd stop in to meet you. See if you had any questions. First of all, what a nice thing to do. That is that actually is quite nice. Yes, above and beyond what any teacher or principal needs to do, uh, and is doused with gasoline. <laughs> oh my god! That's <laughs> like, so. And Kurt Russell's just so like, yeah, they're going through a bit of an arson phase. <laughs> uh, boys will I be boys. Fire extinguishers everywhere. Oh, we are a Band-Aid parent is what we are. Like, yeah, if that your really solution, is the vibe. If your solution to arson phase is we'll keep a couple fire extinguishers in the house. Oh, oh, <laughs> first of all, I hope you can get to them in time. Yeah. Secondarily, I hope they know that it doesn't work anymore once you use it once. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they do use both of them at the same time. Uh, yeah, immediately. On Put, what oh, is it? my God. There's so many things this guy does. Like, I just... Oh, she's just the like, remember, like, she does. Yeah. As soon as I remember a small detail, I'm mad all over again. Like, he makes her, he gets her to sleep on the couch. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. First, I thought he was going to like actively try and sleep with her. And I was like, I actually am so mad. Okay. Then yeah, he puts yeah, her out yeah. on the couch. He like put, douses himself in some like whiskey. So she'll kind of like bounce out of the room and like, oh no, you always sleep on the couch. And da 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 da. I'm like, back. No, no adult, amnesia or not, would take a look at that couch and go, that's going to be good for my back. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does end up sleeping with her. And I was like, this is so, this is, this is a bridge too far. This, this one, you're telling, you're calling her a different name than her own name. Yeah. She thinks she has your kids. She's had your kids. She thinks she's married to you. You finally convinced her. And then you're like, and now it's time. Yeah. And this is, this is also after he's kind of like, ah, it's gone too far. I need to like confess to her that this Mm -hmm. is what's going on. And his confession doesn't take. And then he's like, well, I guess I can like sleep with her. But I I also do want to go back to that, um, that, that instance where, uh, he comes home and he douses himself in whiskey. Right. So, the point I want to make here is he's trying to do it as like kind of this joke or this cruel thing where he's like, Oh no, uh, here he comes as my husband. He's going to be expecting sex. What I would like to point out is even if the situation that he has explained to her that she is, uh, his wife, and that they have known each other for a long time and they've had four kids and she just doesn't remember any of that, even if that is the scenario, showing up covered in whiskey and sort of threatening to have sex with her is still like, that's still like assault, right? You know what I mean? Like even if she's like the wife who doesn't remember, the fact that you are um, showing up expecting sex or, oh, or pretending yeah. to expect sex is mm. a very, uh, yeah, very bad thing, right? Like yes. that's not a good move. No, 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 no. E- Although yeah. I would argue none of the moves, none of the moves <laughs> this man does is good. None no. of them. They're all off the charts. Getting her to like literally be like, like, where's dessert? Where's my beer? Like, where's my sex? Where's this? Where's that? Why aren't you getting, why aren't you getting the kids lunches ready? I wrote you, I knew you'd forget. So I wrote you a to-do list today. Yeah. I wrote you. And he says at one point, he even says at one point, he goes, um, like when he's talking about like finally confessing and he's like, I have to tell Annie the truth, which is still not calling her by her correct name, by the way. Well, her Uh, name is Joanna. Yes. Joanna, Annie, like it's Anna, Annie, you know, like, yeah, I still feel like I'm like, eh, it's not, I I don't know. Like, it's like a Rebecca Becca. I know you don't like Becca, but like, (laughs) (laughs) 
no, oh shit! No, <laughs> I just released a gremlin was... there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he, so at one point he's talking about like I have to tell Annie the truth, and then he said at the beginning it was fine. It was more of a gag. I don't know. I I gotta disagree. None of this feels gag like. <laughs> no, no. Like, I understand that this woman, like, there's there's a certain motivation of, like, okay, this $600 means a lot. Like, it actually does. Like, when you look at his house and you look at his life and you see that he's working this second job, I could understand being supremely pissed about not getting $600. Okay, and I could, r- losing his tools and, and the he ability lost his tools to make more and, like, money. And, like, she's, she's more money than God in this movie, it seems like. Like, she just has so much money. And why the hell wouldn't you pay? But, like... She literally almost drowns. Yes. Okay, so she literally almost drowns. They find her at night, and this woman has amnesia, and then you commit fraud, I guess? I don't even, like... Yeah, and I, I mean, like, there, there's, there's a grain of relatability to this, where you go, like, wouldn't it be great if I could sort of humiliate her by, by making her do all these sort of menial tasks and chores, and, and the sort of shit that she never has to deal with, right? Yeah. So like if if the amnesia isn't there, let's just let's just say this. Like here here's an alternate version of this movie. She falls off the boat. She remembers who she is the whole time, but she's stuck in this small town with no resources. And he's like, "Well, if you need to make a living all of a sudden, I guess you can be my maid." And then there's kind of this like retribution of like oh you treated me like shit because you thought you had power over me and now i have power over you and i'm gonna show you how shitty it is so there is like a little bit of this like come up and it's like yeah you rich fuck you should learn how to scrub a toilet but the fact that she doesn't know who she is or doesn't get that like if you're aware that the dynamic has shifted and you're like oh now I'm seeing things from someone else's perspective. That's one thing. The fact that you are convincing her that she is somebody else wipes that all clean. Like, not in a good way. Like, wipes, like, any kind of comeuppance or retribution that she's owed is like, no, this is this is a crime. This is yes. a bad crime. It's a bad crime. Pure terror. Can you imagine not knowing your own name? That's scary. So yeah. scary. This guy, I <laughs> I can't. Sorry, if you hear a fly, I, there has been a fly aggressing me <laughs> this whole time we're recording. Like, I keep hearing it buzz, and I'm like, I actually, I'm going to pop off. I'm losing my mind right now. There is a fly aggressing me. This fly has very different opinions of this movie, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at you right now, and I'm just like, oh, Rebecca's got, like, Rebecca's, like, getting really aggravated. She's throwing her yeah, hands Yeah, because I'm just waving like, my hands and, around. And stuff. Yeah, and at weird points, too, I'm like, okay, I guess she's got some, like, <laughs> solid opinions on. No, 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 so I'm just being say. bombarded. <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's like that episode of Breaking Bad with the fly. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. One? No, I'm, I'm losing it in here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in my home, but there's always one fly in my room. Yeah. But my windows never open and my door's not open. I'm like, how did this guy get in here? <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's so Flies awesome. Flies fly, man. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Guys, before we uh, continue our episode, we would love to thank our second sponsor of the episode. We would love to thank Alder New York. Craig, I believe you got some samples. Yeah. So so if you don't know Alder New York, it's a queer and women-owned independent skincare brand that makes products designed to work with all skin types, no matter age, gender, or ethnicity. They were very kind enough to send us some stuff. And Rebecca, uh, you know this about me. I am a man of simple tastes. Yes, you, uh, you are. You know what I mean? I drink my coffee black. I sleep under a quilt, not a duvet. And one thing about me is I shower <laughs> by rubbing the soap directly onto my body. You know, that's how I like to do it. Uh, so they sent us uh, this cleansing uh, body bar is what it's called. It's a, And it's soap. It's soap. And it's great. Let me tell you. Uh, I used it this morning. Um, and I'm sure they want me to describe it as gently exfoliating. Uh, mm. But I use this and I will say it's it's nicely scratchy. Is what I would say. <laughs> 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 no, and honestly, like it. Uh, <laughs> 
you know how there's like good soap and like you use yeah. like I'm using this and like oh it's it's doing something it's like exfoliating it's like it feels good on the skin it's lathering up nice and the other thing that I love about it is no scent it's the scent free sort of thing you know what nice. it smells like it smells like clean is what it smells like uh, and I I used it this morning I got it out of the shower and I was like oh that was a really nice wonderful experience my skin feels great after it and it also came with this nice little like bamboo soap dish which i also appreciate as a man who uses soap all the time and you don't want it sitting in that little puddle of water all the time no then you lose half your bar of soap exactly so this is like it sits up on there nice it it was like our honestly like a really nice shower experience and uh gently exfoliating wonderfully scratchy uh really really enjoyed it it's and because skin doesn't need to be complicated you know what i mean yeah, it doesn't, guys. Uh, and also their products are vegan. They uh, meet the Environmental Working Group and EU safety standards. Like, these are good products. Uh, clean clean luxury skincare doesn't have to break the bank. Alder New York makes skincare products with dermatologist-approved ingredients and plant-powered actives starting at $7.99. Loved by editors at Vogue, Harper's B- Bazaar, GQ. Men's health and more. Experience the product that Allure calls simple, sleek, and highly effective. Use code VILLAIN for 15% off your first order at aldernewyork.com. That's VILLAIN at aldernewyork.com for 15% off your first order. And now we're back to Kurt Russell being a dick. Um, (laughs) What a fucking dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the... I mean, making her sleep on the couch is one thing. The fact that, like, the water drips directly onto her from the couch. One, that's got to be the grossest fucking couch in the world. Mm. If water's dripping mm-hmm. on it mm. all the time, gross. Disgusting. And, like, I don't know. I just had this visceral experience watching her sit there sleeping with, like, pans on yeah. her chest and, like, forehead to catch the water as it's dripping on her. I mean, I'm... The older I get, the less and less I want to sleep on couches. A nap on a couch? Absolutely. That's like heaven to me. But like a whole night sleeping on the couch? Game over, man. I can't imagine it dripping on me as I did that, too. Yeah, for sure. Can I ask you something that I found weird? I, I, it was so surprising to me that this woman could remember that she's a dick, but couldn't remember her own name. <laughs> oh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like she woke up making rich women's demands, like just snapping out. What, what's going on here? I got the runniest egg ever. Just complaining about everything. Just oh, yeah, like complaining about maintaining that very rich. I deserve everything in the world attitude, but she's like, but I don't know what I do and where I am and who I am, but I remember I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's this weird thing where, like, don't get me wrong. I think there's definitely sort of personality traits that are, like, deep-seated. And you could, like, forget your name and you can forget elements about yourself. But, like, you'd always be a kind person, for example. Or you'd always be, like, a, a, a generous person. or You know, like, I think you're predisposed to sorts of things. But what's weird about this is... Um, so much of her energy is, don't you know who I am? I'm rich. I yeah. deserve things. And when you strip away the, I don't know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so wild. You know who else is like, it literally seems like all these small side characters are pretty bananas too. Like the, the purest victims of this are absolutely Annie and um, the children. Obviously, the children are victims of this whole story. Um, But, like, his friend that's so willing to help him out with this and also knew what he was going to do before he did it. I was like, was that the natural jump there? Is that what both of these men thought? Like, oh, I know. I know what he's about to go to. (laughs) What? Claim this woman? They got he got the kids to go out and buy her clothes, but they didn't say which size. So then he's like, yeah, remember, you used to be bigger. And it's like, there's so I don't know. (laughs) Like the lies that he's trying to convince her of are kind like they're obviously wrong. You know, and she knows that they're wrong. And like she only comes around like uh, sort of after uh, like after she loses it on them. Right. Like there's that whole scene where they glue her hands to plates. And what? a am sorry. Like 
Super glue is not a prank. I'm gonna, you know, it's not a prank. You get super glued to shit. That's that's a medical emergency. You know, like you got to go to the hospital to get that removed. Um, and then she hoses them down in the house, which I know is the energy of that house. But yes. don't bring a hose in the house. Oh like, no, bring a hose in that house. I'd be hosing down those bit. Yes, absolutely. No, I. You fully- would. Yes. Okay. I'm getting water in the face. Okay, there's stuff ever. There's stuff everywhere. I just got my hands glued to plates. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a hose in the house because nothing matters anymore. <laughs> nothing in this house matters anymore. There's no way. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm bringing that hose in the house. I. <laughs> I think we need to establish that as like uh, a criteria where this is a real hose in the house sort of moment, you know, where you just like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, a burn it all down, start from the beginning. This is a hose in the house kind of moment. Like this, Yes, this is a hose in the house kind of house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know when you get into somebody's car and you don't even need to ask, you're like, I know I'm allowed to eat in here. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I know it. Yeah. I can just tell. I can look around. I've assessed. I know I'm allowed to eat in here. Okay. I'm almost afraid to ask. My car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, you've been in my car. You've been in my car plenty of times. What's what's the vibe of what's let, let's give uh, a little insight to our listeners on the psyche. I mean, of Greg I would eat. I would eat in your car. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I feel like we're close enough where, like, yeah, I wouldn't I would not, I guess. But like, also, like, if I didn't know you, you are kind of on the line for me. I might okay. ask for you. All right. I me. might ask. But there are definitely cars I've gotten into. You know, when you're just shuffling through, like, takeout bags and stuff, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can yeah. throw something into my mouth in here for sure. <laughs> yeah. There also is something where it's like, this is a 10-year-old Hyundai Elantra. Like, you're, you know. Exactly. You know, we're like, not. just. My argument is there's cars you can eat in and there's houses you can hose in. And that's yeah. a hose house for sure. <laughs> I will say the uh, the first week that I had my car and I bought it like new, it was like a big mm-hmm. purchase for me. Uh, I, I was at work and I went to uh, a burger place and I got like burgers for lunch and I sat the bag on the passenger seat as I like went back to the office <laughs> and the grease soaked through and like stained the seat. And I was like, well, this is. Like to your thing, it's like this is a car we can eat in now. <laughs> oh yeah, honestly, I love. I almost love when that happens. I know yeah. that sounds fucked up, but if I get something like really nice or new, the first thing that happens to it, I'm like, oh, thank God, now all thank bets God. are off. Yeah. Well, and like when we got our new place, it's like we got the stairs now, and I was just like, oh, okay. They like repainted and everything we before we like moved in, you know, like you know to make it yeah. nice. And then like moving in, I see that there's already like before we even start moving stuff, I see that there's this black smudge on the stair, uh, wa- the stairway wall, and I was like, thank Christ, thank God, because we're gonna ding the shit out of this wall moving all of our stuff in. And I'm just glad that I'm not the one that did it. So so I guess uh, always leave a smudge on the wall. <laughs> Absolutely. Just write it's fine on it, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I agree. So sorry, we got a little off track there. But you're yeah, right. Sorry. The secondary characters in this are insane. Like the best friend just being like, fine, this is like like that's accomplice too. You know what yes, I mean? Like that's even a, like that's continues like continues it even when um Kurt is like, oh no, like we're I'm trying to tell her the truth because they find um she finds a pair of her underwear oh, in the yeah, truck. Yeah. In, in uh Kurt's truck, right? So she finds this pair of underwear that obviously she's like, This must be somebody else. It's not mine. These initials are not mine. My name's Annie. This says J on it. Whose underwear are they? And then finally Kurt's having this moment of like, okay, I'm gonna tell. I'm going to tell her what's going on. What's up? And his friend just keeps covering like, no, 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 no. He's just trying to cover for me. Like those are for like, those were for me. I'm the cheating dirt bag. I'm the cheating dirt bag. Why? Unreal. Unreal. And also like, there's something so gross. Okay. We're like, (laughs) they get these panties show up because they are her belongings that are found on her when they pick her out of the ocean, right? Yes. Like that's where those come from. The, the fascination 
that all oh. the men have Ugh. in this movie about them is we hate it. <laughs> it's gross on like just the the surface level. But it's also even grosser when you realize that this this is these are underwear that this woman has had a medical emergency in. You know, they fished her out of the ocean. These aren't I don't care if they're the most expensive underwear in the world. These are not sexy panties when they're worn by an amnesiac. Is that the right word? Who's been fished from an ocean. Yeah, like the cost. No, I'm not. At the same token, I'm not surprised at a a man of the law being disgusting. But still, just like the the police like being like, yeah, these are great. These are like checking them out. I was like, what? Ew. <laughs> and I, like, although there, there's like a part of me that's like, okay, is this like something, is this like a pre-internet thing? <laughs> because I'm like, they're underwear, like fucking relax. Oh yeah. It, that's always been so weird to me. Like underwear on a person. Hey, great. Fantastic. Hey, we all like seeing people. Right, <laughs> <laughs> we all like seeing people. You know, you're, you're in the you're in the uh, position where someone is uh, showing you their underwear and it's on them. You're like, oh, this is going pretty good for me. But like off of it, it's just like you could go to the store and buy that. Nothing. Yes. You know. Anyway, uh, to say if I watch this movie in reverse, so happy that Kirk gets pushed off that fucking boat. <laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> I'm like, finally, somebody's doing something with this menace. Okay, if you watch this movie backwards, it's actually correct. Yeah, because it's gold. It's about this woman upgrading her life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, woman in an abusive relationship, stands up to guy, pushes Mm -hmm. him off a thing, uh, gets a yacht and a nice shoe rack. Like, yeah, gets a yacht and a nice (laughs) shoe rack. Yeah. Roll credits. Love Roll that. Roll credits. Uh, absolutely. It's absolutely heinous to me that you... I think we, we've touched a lot on how he's a bad father, but it's absolutely heinous that they are making the kids go along with this. Like, that is... Yes! Become she's like, your mother. Pretend she's your mother. Like, making, making them... Like, like, first of all, telling them it's fine to lie. And, like, big lies. Like, not, like, little white lies. Like, hey, those pants look great on you. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, like, big, big life lies. And then they become so attached to her. The movie... Oh, my God. The movie ends <laughs> with her... He's like, you have everything in the world. Like, I don't know what I could give to you. And she's like, a little girl. I'm like, that is... Ugh. My, my lady, my lady, you have known this man for one month and all he did was lie to you and make you do chores. <laughs> There's, we really need to talk about third option. Yes. Okay, third option. All that money is yours? What have you been doing <laughs> with that? Oh, yeah, that's the big reveal. Piece of is shit. That you think that she's with this guy because he's got all the money and it turns out she's the one with the money and he's just like, I don't know, a fucking aristocrat or something. Um... Dump this man. Oh, you, and that's the thing. Third option. You nailed it because you can have a, a big thing I've realized already is it can be both, right? It's like, I don't know if this is good or bad. It can be both, right? I don't know if yes. I should be stressed out about this or excited about this. It can be both. Mm-hmm. And you could have, I mean, you could be abducted by uh, somebody and convinced that you're somebody else uh, bad uh, and also realize that the way that you're living your life uh, isn't the way you want to live it. Good. It can be both, right? But you don't need to go back to the guy who has lied to you and 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 literally treated you like a slave um, for his own benefit for a month. You can realize that there are things wrong with your life and that there are things you want to change without going back to him. Third option. Oh, absolutely. I'm not jumping out of a boat for Kurt in this movie, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Not ruining a perfectly good evening dress for that man under no circumstances. Yeah. Okay. You you have to, this woman has to have a real eat, pray, love moment. You know what I mean? She's got to travel, go taste something. You know what I mean? Just live it up. You got a thing for carpenters now. I get it. You can, you know, you're going to find. Oh, there's so many out there. Take, pick. You're You're so hot. So hot. Pick anybody. rich. 
you know, you're going to find some like lumberjack living in the woods somewhere who's built his own log cabin and he, you know, carves, you know, bears out of logs with a with a chainsaw and sells them to yuppies for like lots of money. <laughs> and that guy you're going to say with his own teeth. I mean, that's like such a man a just like Rebecca. peeling that's, it. That's a beaver. Is what that is. That's a beaver. <laughs> My ideal man is a beaver. That's that checks out. Actually, that does make a lot of sense. All the pieces of my life are coming together currently. We Rebecca's also Rebecca's sexual orientation is Canadian gift shop. It's... <laughs> <laughs> just give me, just give me a beaver in a in a plaid jacket, or yeah, yeah a moose in a mountie outfit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. How about a polar bear playing hockey uh, with a raccoon sidekick? You know, yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all anybody wants, really, I think. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, okay, so we should talk about <laughs> Craig's having a meltdown. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. We should definitely talk about her mother. Yes. Because the, her mother is the reason she's the way she is. <laughs> she's also the reason that she gets found. <laughs> She is also the reason she, cause she's like, yo, like where, where is my daughter? <laughs> and then they bring in the worst therapist I've ever seen. Yeah. Has any movie ever had a good therapist? I'm wondering. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want to like lean. I want to say that maybe Goodwill Hunting. Um, ah. But even that I feel is like too confrontational there was another movie that i was watching recently or maybe cat was watching it where it's like there's this um this trope of like the really con uh not the uh, uh confrontational therapist where they go like uh i don't know what do you feel like they're like pushing them and not giving the 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 uh the person information mm-hmm. right and they're just like being adversarial and i'm just like in my experience anyway that is not a good way to have a breakthrough or like discuss emotions. So I'm going to say think no. They teach that in any, <laughs> in no. any class of like, and then you just push them a little harder and then they break yeah. and then you rebuild them. <laughs> it's like, what? No, 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 no. This guy's having a group therapy session, but it's not for a group. It's for one individual. They're basically holding an intervention with a therapist <laughs> about yeah. how she needs to start acting more rich. Yeah. Oh, you want a beer? Well, how? <laughs> I also love the idea that rich people don't drink beer. <laughs> I love that. It's such a it's such a strange. It feels like something that was written by a poor person. Yeah, yeah. Does that make any sense? Uh, yeah, it's it's for sure a caricature. They probably just drink like better beer. Yeah, yeah. They're not drinking Bud Light for sure. Um, but also like, seriously, what is the point of being rich if you can't just do whatever the fuck you want? Literally. Yes. You know? Oh my God. Like, like, I think that's the thing that gets in people's way is like, it's not, it's like, as soon as you start acting like someone that you, you think that you need to be right. It's like, well, we have to drink champagne and I can't go and grab the tray by myself. Like, like it would drive me crazy to have servants, you know? Yes. Like, have someone oh, be no, like that it just makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah i'm just I, so uncomfortable i think i've said it before i don't want to go to any restaurant where i don't believe that this the people working there would hang out there on their day off you know what i mean yeah yeah i get that that's a good rule yeah i love that rule that's really nice i uh i just i had one more point i wanted to make about <laughs> i just found it there's uh right off the hop, even when he drives her quote unquote home, he makes her ride in the back and his dogs ride in the front. Oh, I missed that part. Even that ride over, oh. I'm already deciding if I don't know my own name, I don't need to know yours either. I'm out of no, here. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking done. Your dogs are riding in the front seat. I'm in the back and that whole moment's supposed to be like I ate a bug and it's supposed to be like look at look at miss miss high horse over here she oh she ate a bug and it's like she shouldn't be riding in the back (laughs) (laughs) 
That's she just shouldn't be riding in the back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I did cut you off about the mother, though. Um, so you're saying that's the way that sh- you're blaming her for the way that she is? Oh, absolutely. Like, did you watch that woman just slapping her own chin? Like, I. <laughs> and she's like, if you if you have a baby, you won't be the baby. Like, yeah. you can't. <laughs> like. <laughs> You can't no, say that kind of shit. That's wild. That is wild. That is You're an absolute. adult. You're an adult woman. You're 29 years old with a 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you're married. You know, you, yeah, that, that's unreal. But I will say that, like, yeah, as I, as I mentioned, the mother is the reason that the husband eventually turns around and claims her. Like, I'm, I'm using that, like, claim, like yeah. claims as in, like, show up and be like, yes, I am responsible for this person, um, as he should have done right at the beginning. Regardless of how your marriage is going, if someone's fallen overboard and doesn't remember who they are, you show up and you're like, hey, we're very unhappy together. Let's get a divorce. But your name is Joanna and you're very rich. Um, And I think, honestly, finding that she is living with a carpenter in some small town somewhere is probably the best uh, outcome that could have happened from a billionaire boating around the world on a yacht and his wife has gone mysteriously missing for a month. Like, that's murder for sure. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, like, like he murdered her and he dumped her body in the ocean. And now he's like trying to figure out what's what's like, that's a podcast. You know what I mean? What happened oh, yeah. on the yacht? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. there would be speculation, who, evidence yeah. like, well, did you see the shoes he was wearing matched the prints at the dock? And exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, they, why did he order the decks be scrubbed, you know, thoroughly after they he left? He was like, out partying with three women after. You would even maybe call that a celebration. Yeah. <laughs> why wasn't he concerned? He didn't seem concerned that his wife would find out. Like, it's, you know, it's all these things. So to find out that she is actually alive is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. <laughs> I think the rule is if you want to leave your partner, leave your partner. <laughs> I think that's just baseline. Yeah, just do it. Just do yeah. it. But third option else? all the way. Third, third option. option. Yeah, we're just, that's where we cap it. Third option, baby. Discover um, things about yourself. Discover that you like beer. Discover that you want to have kids. Go go find a, a beaver man to do it. <laughs> beaver man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay (laughs) so i guess it is time for our rankings of the villain uh this week i've got the discipline scale Ooh, i like it um i'm going to be ranking um the husband actually the original husband um so i'm gonna give him uh from standing in the corner to a month of no tv no friends I'm going to give him a dunce cap because that is a dunce. (laughs) That man is the definition of the word. (laughs) Did not think it through for sure. I love it. Uh, So I've got the uh, wood closet scale. Uh, (laughs) So from uh, on a scale of uh, cedar to oak, um, I'm going to give Annie, who I think the movie thinks is the villain of this, uh, a good uh, melamine. Uh, it's manufactured and fake, but it's actually very strong and resilient and doesn't deserve the hate it gets. There we go. <laughs> Build your closets out of melamine, everybody. <laughs> and uh, we will get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you guys can support the podcast. Uh, first of all, this is an audience choice episode. So once a month, uh, we have our patrons over on Patreon patreon uh vote on what movies they want us to cover in the next month so uh they voted and uh it was overboard would you have voted uh for something different maybe we'll see and you can do that by becoming a, a patron at patreon.com slash the villain was right or, or just google villain was right patreon uh and that'll take you that's there. what i Technolog- do technology that's what i do I Google URLs. it every time. Google it every time. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can sign up and you can vote on our audience choice episodes. Um, there's also other great benefits. Uh, if you sign up uh, for monthly for $7 a month, you get two bonus episodes every month. This month, uh, we're doing movies that we hate. Uh, we're just trashing some bad movies. We're maybe yeah. and maybe talking a little bit about the villains. Uh, so you can get that over at patreon.com slash the villain was right. And if you want to get in touch with us, 
As always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter, Villain Was Right on Facebook, and VillainWasRight at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. We love getting your suggestions, too. We do make a lot of our uh, Audience Choice episodes off of suggestions you guys have sent us. Um, so keep that up, team. And now it is time for our he- Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got first, Greg? Yeah, so I've got uh, just a... It's it's a small little thing here, but um, uh, I it's a hero. But it starts out with a, a failed housewarming. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> so Kat and I have been in our, our new place for like six six to seven seven months now. Eight. Holy shit! Uh, it's August, uh, and uh, but we have not yet had my family over. Just with like COVID and like kid like nieces and nephews in school, and you know my dad's uh, doing some other things. Um, so it's been we've been trying to get people together at our place. One just to show them and one just to have family over, which is nice. And uh, so we were going to do it this past weekend. And my one sister was like, we're out of town that weekend. And I'm like, okay. And then my other sister emails me the, the day before and is like, my niece is sick, so we can't come. And we're just like, okay. So now it's my dad driving four hours just to like see the house for like two hours and driving all the way back. Like I was just like, no. So we cancel the housewarming. And we decide, you know what, we're just going to go drive down to my hometown, Kat and I, and hang out with my dad there. We'll stay the night. We'll actually be able to visit longer. The house will keep. Uh, So I go down there and it's, you know, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, And I got the opportunity uh, to go golfing with my dad, which I haven't done in years, years. Uh, Obviously, like I haven't even swung a golf club in like three years because like COVID. Um... So I'm like, oh my God, we wake up like super early, like eight o'clock tea time. And, uh, we go out to this golf course and it's my dad and like his friend. And I'm just like, I'm going to be awful at this. Like, I'm going to be so trash. I'm, I'm like worried. I'm going to hold everybody up behind me, you know, like just that I'm going to be in somebody's way, uh, is what's going on. And, uh, much to my surprise, I'm not doing that badly. Um, I will say I do play the kind of golf where, uh, you, you, you don't keep score and you just, remem- <laughs> yeah, but you remember the good shots that you had, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like that's the You're way there for that ego I, boost. yeah, but, but that's the way that I can play golf without it ruining me because I don't play often enough that like mm-hmm. a score would even matter. Um, so like I'm doing better. I'm holding my own for, for what I'm expecting of myself. And then we get to this like short par three and my dad's like, ah, Craig, go ahead, go ahead and tee off. Um, look like, well, just watch. He's probably going to get a hole in one on this hole. Like he's like, just, just, just sink it right off the bat. And so I hit this shot and like, we're all looking in amazement as this ball is going right towards the hole. Like absolutely <laughs> like so close. And the ball lands on the green and it rolls into about six inches of the hole, which is like unreal, like so beyond my skill level. And I know a lot of people will be like, it being six inches from the hole is still not a hole in one. Like you're not, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like being six inches away from a hole in one, you might as well be like, you know, 10 yards away from a hole in one. Like it, yeah. it, if you don't hit it, you don't hit it. But, uh, it was still like this amazing shot. And then I, I, I sunk the putt and I got a birdie on the hole and Hell yeah. above that, it was just like a really nice father son moment that I haven't had in a very long time. Um, yeah, it kind of great. brought me back and it was, it was really nice to turn that sort of failed housewarming Faye get together into a, just a nice, wonderful visit and nice moments. That's my hero of the week. That's great. Um, I absolutely def. I also have a hero of the week, and I, it's it's a heckler. And I know that's weird. Yeah. I know I don't want to be out here encouraging hecklers, but this one personally, chef's kiss. Honestly, I love when people just lob material at me. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful experience. I had a very interesting gig yesterday where I was performing for people like on ATVs <laughs> in a field. Um, our green room was a mobile home and we stepped directly out of it onto the stage. Amazing. Brilliant. Love every part of that. Anyway, um, they were actually, they were really nice. It was hot as hell. I respect every single one of those people for sticking around, staying for the whole show. It was in a 
hot, hot field. There was no cover, no shade. It was so boiling and the, everybody stayed and I was like, that's super amazing. Anyway, I'm doing this bit and I'm talking about sex and this guy speaks up and I don't hear him at first. It sounds like some sort of weird rhyme or something. And I go, I'm sorry, what are you saying? And he says, when you put your finger in your ear, what feels better, the finger or the ear? And I said, the <laughs> ear. And he goes, well, then it sex must always be better for the woman. And then I laughed for three minutes. Because <laughs> that's the fucking funniest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> it must, sex must always be better for the woman because when I stick my finger in my ear, my ear is the thing that feels good. I have so many follow-up questions. Like, like, I get the logic of it. Like, Oh, absolutely. But it's oh, yeah. wrong. It's so wrong. And I was also like, well, we all know we don't want to fuck you. <laughs> Because the style in which you fuck must be wild if you're comparing it to sticking a finger in an ear. That was the funniest. I cannot wait to write five minutes on this. I am just so excited because I think that's the funniest thing. And I was just like, I can't. It came from a man in a gold chain, and I just can't imagine anything better. That man is absolutely my hero. I feel yep. so bad for anyone he sleeps with, but God bless on that. Honestly, that's a good line. You gotta, uh, you gotta respect oh, a good line. Good line. Brilliance. Game recognized game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to come up with a hundred different metaphors that would be much better than that. I will be doing that absolutely. But the first one, Chef's kiss on that. You are my favorite. That was awesome. You're my hero of the week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, um, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and uh, Craig Faye Comedy on Facebook and Twitter at CraigFay.com for show dates. And guys, uh, next week we are covering Rush Hour, so look out for that. The classic Rush Hour. <laughs> I haven't watched this movie in so long. I'm so excited for that episode. It's going to be a banger. And uh, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you that some people deserve to be overboard. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.